Chris, uh, just a little bit about, uh, I think it was uh, Ryan McLeod said that uh, the players, kind of the whole team said, let's get off to a good start tonight. Let's kind of get going early. Uh, uh, you did that. Uh, if it was a conversation, how good does it feel that, you know, everyone was sort of listening and thinking, let's get going in the right direction early in this one? Um, yeah, no, it's good. The players take ownership and, um, you know, we're getting ready. Um, you know, I think we took advantage of a team that had been traveling, played late last night. Uh, yeah, we had a little bit of travel too, but they're coming at the end of a road trip and I thought we took advantage of it. And we're up one after the first period, but I thought we really builded our game. I thought it was strong from the start. We didn't take any uh, steps back and, um, you know, we we're able to capitalize on those chances in the second period. Just wanted to get some thoughts on the, the changes to the D pairing, having uh, DeHarnay up with Nurse and Cody Cece with Brett Kulak. Uh, just looking to change things a little bit. Um, yeah, I'm not certain exactly, um, you know, why I want to say exactly one reason why. Just thought, just switch it up a little bit. I know in the past, uh, you know, right after the uh, Vegas game, we switched up the pairs a little bit. And, um, you know, looking back, that those, um, you know, Eichholm and Bouchard have always played really well together. But, um, you know, Darnay and um, Nursey, just they'd been good together. Kulak and um, uh, Cece also, you know, we just felt to just change the scenery a little bit. Zach Hyman's helping people get their cars out of snow. He's scoring 42 goals on the season. Is there anything he, he's not doing for this team right now? No, and there's not much he hasn't been doing for um, the Edmonton Oilers or the city of Edmonton to say. Um, yeah, he's been capitalized on his opportunities, capitalized on his opportunities because he's doing so many things well on the ice. Uh, you ran through a little bit of a rough stretch earlier, but now there's four games in a row, kind of a repeatable format. What, uh, what do you attribute that to? Well, I think a lot of it last four, especially two of them, um, maybe three, three of the four could easily lost. Goaltending was outstanding. Um, so good defense usually wins you hockey games. You look at our goals against down um, and also our penalty kill um, looking a lot better than it had been previously. And there's always stretches where you can't win every game. And there's some games, you know, during the stretch, we lost more than we won. But I, I think there was a lot of games that we certainly could have won in that stretch. Chris, the uh, backup goaltender role is, is often a thankless role. And a lot that has to be done behind the scenes. What makes Calvin Pickard uh, such a good candidate for that role? Um, well, I think first most, or most important part is uh, he's good at stopping the puck. Um, another one is he's a great team guy. Guys love him. He puts in extra work at practice, stays out a little bit later. And also as a backup goalie, it is also harder. You often get, you know, sometimes you get the weaker opponent, uh, but Often what gets um, unrecognized is you often get the back-to-back -back game. You get the second game, which the team isn't going to play as well in front of you. Um, you're traveling into a city, and it just those harder assignments the backup goalie usually gets. And, um, you know, he's been able to play really solid, really good for us for a very long stretch. Do you anticipate down the stretch here kind of increasing his workload? Uh, obviously, you have more back-to-back -back games, but also to maybe give Stu a bit of a uh, breather heading toward the post. 
Well, I think just with the fact that we play so many back-to-back uh, -back, that his game total will be going up opposed to January when we were playing three games a week and it was easy to play Stu two or sometimes even three of those. Um, yeah, that's easy. Um, we have no choice. It sounds like we don't want to, but just, just the way the schedule is, Picks will be getting more games. And, um, yeah, we're okay with that, especially the way he's playing. Chris, do you have like a, a number that you and Dustin talk about as far as, you know, when you look at your remaining games and say, okay, we want Stuart Skinner to finish with 57 starts, 58 starts. Is there a number when you, when you look at to say that's ideal? Uh, we have. Um, you know, we look at it. We review his starts from week to week, and we look out probably a month ahead. And um, after the All-Star break, I know we sat down when we had that number, what we had, and you know, a lot of times pass by, and I don't remember exactly what that number is. But um, we we have settled that we think it's best that he plays that many, and um, you know, with the way our schedule is, you know, he'll probably be playing usually two out of three games, and um, yeah, whatever that ends up being. I don't know if it's you know fifty-eight to probably fifty-seven to sixty games. And uh, Sam Gagne hasn't played a whole lot lately, but every time he comes in, he like, hit the cross bar tonight. Like, that line actually generated a lot. Um, what does he need to do maybe to get in the lineup more for you? Oh, he played really well tonight. That line, uh, I know um, Sam's line probably in three minutes of ice time that he had in the first period, he was part of two scoring chances and did a lot of good things. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's tough. Uh, Derek uh, was out tonight with uh, an injury. Um, you know, he's obviously very important for our team with uh, being a right-handed face-off guy, winning key draws, start of the penalty kill. You know, it's tough. It's not only we have a lot of good hockey players, but we also need to slot guys in on, you know, on roles and position. What do we need at that moment? And, um, yeah, I guess it's, it's difficult uh, for Sam because he's been playing really well for us. And, you know, we'll evaluate tomorrow where he fits in and how much he'll, he'll be playing. Chris, the week of trading deadline, you necessarily haven't gone through this as a head coach. How much talking do you do to, to the general manager? Or does he come to you and say, okay, I'm talking about this guy. What do you think? Well, first of all, uh, with Ken's experience and my inexperience, the uh, last thing I'm doing is going into his office and demanding what we need. But uh, Ken and I talk quite regularly, um, almost, if not twice a day, definitely every day about what we need and how I feel what the team is um, lacking or he'll throw some ideas at me, I'll do the same. And he's doing the same thing with the, the rest of the coaching staff, the scouts and everyone around the organization. So Ken's constantly communicating with somebody. And if he's not communicating with somebody, um, Within the organization, he's doing somebody um, with another team. So you wouldn't be banging on the door if there was a New York Ranger farmhand and say, oh, I know that guy? Well, I'm sure if there was something that Ken would come to me and ask me about a player, but uh, um, no, we just talk about pretty much our team. Thank you. Sorry. Uh with, uh, with the trade deadline coming up, uh, it's also a tough week for players. So what's the coach's role? As you know, players get antsy, start wondering, some guys will be wondering if they're going to be around. You know, what's, what's the coach's role to kind of keep that room in check? I'm not quite sure. I'm not sure the role. It's obviously very difficult. 
you try and um, ease their um, anxiety, you know, talking with them, tell them the situation, uh, players who are uncertain about their, their future, but you look at how valuable they are to our team. Um, you know, there's so much out of my control. And the last thing I want to say is tell a player something's okay when it's might not be. And, um, but I know for the team that there's a, there's a room full of guys that I appreciate what they do. And, um, I think we're a pretty good hockey team and I can't imagine not having them.